So we're going to be in John chapter 15, if you want to turn there. But before we start that, um, none of you guys went to Boys State, right? You went to Boys State. Okay, so when I was in high school, I went to Boys State. Um, you can just grab a, you want to get Seth a book and a Bible. Um, Boys State, for the, those of you guys who don't know, Boys and Girls State is basically this thing where it's about government and everyone gets like little play money and you spend it and you make laws and you're supposed to learn about how government works and all that stuff. You're divided into cities and there's police and so they just try to make it like a society or whatever and you have money and you see how it works. Well, I went to Boys State uh, when I was a kid, but I wasn't really that interested in government and my friend was there, so we just tried to make as much money as possible. We made like tons of money, like we were not the best business people, but we learned, made a lot of money. And uh, <laughs> there's nothing you can spend it on, like you, you don't buy food or anything like that. And so pretty, pretty much the only thing you can spend it on is campaigns to get elected, but we didn't want to get elected. So um, they have a newspaper, if you want a newspaper at Boys State. And uh, they put it out every week. And so then you can see me with hair, um, if you ever wanted. And um, basically what we did was we had like, I don't know, like 10% of all Boys State money, me and my buddy controlled. And so um, you can see like whole pools of people. The whole Boys State was divided into two groups, um, like two parties, like Democrats and Republicans, but they named it something different. And so they were pooling their money to try and elect people. Well, we didn't want to get elected, and here's another guy wanting to get elected. But we had so much money that we bought a full-page <laughs> ad. And, uh, and it's kind of funny because, uh, because um, Mike Huckabee, um, he, you know, running for president, um, Jay Nixon, he's the governor, they all had tiny photos and we had this. Um, <laughs> so that's funny. But uh, <laughs> basically what we did was we didn't care, so we just kind of made, we, we decided what are we going to do, something fun with this? And so we made up a fake um, award. And so uh, we, we said that we got it. We're like, Two citizens at Missouri Boys State received this, the most prestigious award, the most friendly citizen, and, and uh, talked, talked ourselves up in here and made up stories like they said, I said that uh, I carried somebody to the hospital, and so they really thought that I should receive the award and all this stuff that didn't happen. And we didn't think anyone was going to believe it because the, the, the article was kind of ridiculous. Like, <laughs> it didn't seem real. And, like, we even said in there, like, we, there was no one interviewing us, but we said, like, when asked, you know, how they felt, um, if they felt honored, we're like, uh, my answer was something like, um, you know, it's not a big deal. I'm only one in a thousand guys, like making it, <laughs> and just sounding not humble at all, but like just being ridiculous. So anyways, didn't think we were going to get believed. But um, if you want to go to the next slide, um, if you can see really tiny at the top, it says paid advertisement. <laughs> um, <laughs> but no one noticed that. <laughs> so... So I wake up the next day, I see the newspaper, everybody reads it, and then um, I go to a meeting, like a couple hundred guys at this meeting, right? And they, they do an announcement, and they're like, we'd really like to honor Andrew and Michael, and would you guys stand up? And so we stood up, and they all clapped, like gave us a standing ovation, and it wasn't real, you know? Like, we made it up, and so I thought, well, that's kind of funny. And, and we, you know, we, we were laughing, like, a lot, because we're like, it's a total joke to us, and so we're like, you know, we, we, we didn't even know this award existed, and so we were making all these jokes that only we would get, and saying like, uh, yeah, we didn't even know this award existed, but we're really honored, and like, just acting so ridiculous, and people were like, congratulating us, like, congratulations, I'm so glad you won, and um, crazy, no one knew it existed, but um, 
So that's just a boy state. But when I come back home, I had to take a week off of work, and they knew I was there. And I guess they looked at the paper because when I got back um, at my job, there was a huge poster like, congratulations, you know, and, and they had the picture of this and they were telling everyone like, yeah, he works here and all this stuff. And, and I didn't know what to say, you know, because it wasn't, it wasn't real. Um, <laughs> so that's a great, that's a funny story and um, <laughs> true story. And, you know, you can see me with hair, which is funny. And so let's go to the next slide. Um, so what we're going to be talking about tonight is kind of like that. Um, there is, oh, here, all of you guys put one of these name tags on, pass these around. Um, sometimes we, we think about uh, Christianity uh, like that. Like we think that what God wants from us is just pass them around and throw, one, throw a name tag on. They're all the same pretty much. Um, we think that what God wants from us is just to uh, a label, Okay. And all these are this, pretty much the same. Just throw, throw one on. And it says, uh, somebody want to read what there says? Basically it says, I'm a Christian. And then it's got one of the fruit of the Spirit. Like I have faith or whatever under it. And so um, whenever it's just a label, it doesn't affect our insides. It's just like a sticker we slap on. Um, it doesn't really mean anything, right? Like, just like this. Like I can call myself whatever I want. I can call myself the recipient of this super prestigious award, but it doesn't matter if it's not true on the inside, right? Like, it, it, it didn't affect me. I didn't feel honored because it, I'm not really the friendliest person, you know? Like, I was probably a big jerk for doing all that, ma- making everyone else look like a fool. But um, So it doesn't mean anything if it's just on the outside. And so for us, um, the question is, is that what God wants from us? Is, God, is what Jesus and God, what, what they want from us is just to say, hey, I'm a Christian? And just to slap a label on and, and uh, just continue doing whatever we were doing, but now we just call ourselves a Christian. Um, well, let's just look at what Jesus says in John chapter 15. I'm going to read verses 1 through 6. I'm the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away, and every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. Already you are clean because of the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you. As a branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away like a branch and withers. And the branches are gathered and thrown into the fire and burned. Okay, so Jesus gives us a command here um, to abide. He says, abide in me. And the question is, what does abide mean? Because we don't really use the word. How many of you guys use the word abide this week? Yeah, no, no one. <laughs> we don't really use it. Um, basically what it means is like, it's like a home. It's like where you stay. It's where you rest, where you dwell, where you continue. So Jesus was saying, uh, he could have said this, uh, d- continue with me, rest in me, depend on me, dwell in me. And so he's kind of combating this idea that, that all Jesus wants is just, to, just, to call, just for us to call ourselves Christian. He's actually saying uh, something totally different. He's saying um, it's a continuation. It's something you do not only at one point in your past, but all the time you're, you're surrounded by Jesus. Your life is in Jesus. Your life is wrapped up in what it means to abide, to dwell, to rest, to depend on him. And so... 
Let's look at why it's important. Why is this important? We're going to be talking, the front cover of the book says abide. Um, we're going to be talking about that for the next 15 weeks, about what does it mean, how do we abide. And, and we need to know why is it important if we're going to spend a whole semester talking about it. Um, why it's important is, uh, if you look in verse 4 in John 15, it says, Abide in me, and I in you, as the branches cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. And look, look down with me in verse 5 too. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. So when you abide, it says, he it is that bears much fruit. So if you abide, um, you're going to bear fruit. If you rest, depend um, on Jesus, you're going to bear fruit. And if you bear fruit, um, you're going to be pruned, in verse 2 it says. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes. So pruning is basically just this process to help bear more fruit, right? And so if you abide, you will bear fruit. And if you bear fruit, God's going to take care of you. And he's going to tend you. And he's going to help you to produce more fruit. Okay? And the opposite, um, the other option is to not abide. Don't abide. And what happens is we don't bear fruit, right? That's what it said, that if you... Apart from me, you, you can't do anything. You can't bear fruit. And look at what it says in verse 6. If you don't abide and you don't bear fruit, um, if anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away like a branch and withers, and the branches are gathered and thrown into the fire and burned. Saying, if you don't abide in Christ, you're going to be cut off from Christ. And um, that starts now, right? Like, you are cutting yourself off from Christ by not abiding in him. But one day, um, whatever you choose to do now, whether you choose to rest in Christ or not, um, God's going to honor that decision uh, when, after you die. And when you get to heaven and you get in front of God, whatever choice you made here, he's going to honor that. So if you said, I want to abide in Christ, I want to rest in Christ, I want to dwell in Christ, um, that means you get to be with him forever. And if you said, I don't want to, um, I don't want to um, abide and dwell and rest in Christ, he's going to say, all right, um, you made your choice. And he's going to um, let you be separate. You're going to be cut off. And, and being cut off from God is, is hell, right? Because um, all good things come from God, right? And so the absence of God, the absence of um, all the good things God gives is misery, right? And uh, so that it's important because abiding is important because our souls are at stake, right? Um, when, when you say, I'm a Christian, what people really want to know a lot of times is, um, am I going to heaven? right? That's kind of what they want to know. And uh, that's not the whole definition of a Christian, uh, but that is one of the results. But what we learn here is that it's, it's really abiding. It's not just the label, right? It's actually dwelling in Christ. And we know this, right, from common sense. Uh, when you read the Bible, did Jesus say, like, hey guys, he walked up to the disciples and he's like, hey, um, would you guys just go ahead and call yourselves my followers and um, Christians or whatever you, way you want to play on words? Just call me your fo call. Yeah, call yourselves my followers, and that's all I really want from you. He didn't say that, right? Like he actually wanted them to follow him, like not just say they're his followers. He didn't want a label. He wanted inward transformation. He wanted you to actually depend. And so that's important because. Our souls are at stake. And, and what we think about when we think about a Christian is, um, is not just a label, but it's, it's, it's supposed to be inside. And so let's go to the next 
And so how do we know which one we are, right? That's a question we want to answer because it's important, isn't it? Eternity is at stake. Um, and so a lot of times we think of it as a label, right? We think of it as a single moment of decision or a single moment of repentance or, or a single moment of love. Um, but Jesus doesn't talk like that. And I, actually in the Bible, if, if you come to the Bible with a question, am I a Christian? The Bible never points you to the past. It always asks you about the present. It never says, well, was there a day when? It always asks you where you are now. Are you bearing fruit? Are you abiding? Um, are you living in Christ now? Because if you are, we know that day in the past happened. But if you're not, then let's start questioning. Let's start thinking. Um, and so, a lot of times we treat Jesus kind of like a sticker that we put on our stereo, right? Like, at one point you loved him, and so you decided just to slap it on, and uh, later on if you stop kind of loving him, you don't take it off, you just kind of leave it on. It's not a big deal. But that's not what Jesus is calling us to. He's calling us to rest and to abide and to continue. And it's not just a one moment of repentance, it's, it's a lifetime, it's a lifelong friendship, a dwelling in Christ and depending on Him, and finding life in Him. And so, let's go to the next slide. Let's put it more simply, okay? That was a lot of words. Um, this is four words. I think we can get this. Um, is your relationship with Christ, would you describe it with terms of the past, with this is what I did, this is, um, it's all in the past, it's something you've done, and, and it's kind of that label? Or is it um, not but the past, but the present? That you're living in Christ, you're dwelling in Christ. Christ is a part of your life now. It's not, because what he's saying is it's not a part of the past, it's part of the present. You're abiding currently. And it's not a label, it's, it's where you get your life from. And so, this is, this is important. This is um, so important that we're going to spend a whole semester talking about how we abide. How we, a lot of us can, anyone can just slap on a label, right? And just say, I'm a Christian. But if we want to do what Jesus said in, in the Word, it, it takes a little bit more digging than that. That it even says in the Bible that there's going to be people that call themselves Christians, that um, call themselves followers uh, that aren't. They think they are, but they, um, they're deceived. And so it's important that we know what it really means uh, to abide, to rest, to be a Christian. And really, why would you just want to have a label, right? Like, somebody read what it says on their uh, thing below Christian. I have faith. What else? I have hope. I have love. I think there's joy on there. I have joy. Would you want to just say, say it? Would you want to be like me um, when I did that uh, article like, and it just mean nothing, right? Slapping a label on isn't satisfying, right? The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, pa patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, self-control. Faithfulness, nice. Uh, and uh, would, would you rather just say you have it or actually feel it on the inside? Like it doesn't, it doesn't make sense, right? We wouldn't want it just to be exterior. We want it to affect us on the inside. And so that's, that's our choice. Um, and Christ wants us to abide, to rest, to dwell, and not just to, um, 
to say, make a decision in the past, but he wants us to, in the moment, um, now depend on him. And that's what it means. And it's so, it's so important, and why, why we want to spend a whole week, a whole week, whole semester on it, is that um, this relationship with Jesus, this ongoing, not in the past, continual, present relationship, is the most life-giving relationship we can have. It's the source of life, right? That's what he's saying in this text is that I'm the vine and you're the branches and that um, when you cut yourself off from me, you're going to die, right? Like you're cutting yourself off from the source of life. You're not going to bear fruit. You're not going to be changed more like into the image of Christ. We would all, we all want those things, right? Like I have faith, I have, I have love, I have joy. We all want those things. Um, But do we want Christ? Because that's, that's how we get it, is that we're connected to Him. And so, whether you have never made that decision, whether you've decided, um, you've never decided to make Christ, you know, your all, your source of life, you want to dwell in Him, or maybe you're like that girl Kara in the video, um, maybe at one point you made a decision to follow Christ, and, and um, you, you meant it, uh, but then later on, you just decided, no, you decided it's not what I want. Um, it's not worth it. Whether you've never made a decision, whether you have made a decision, um, but you didn't, you didn't follow through, um, whatever it is, God's there. He's, he, his hands are open. He, he, he paid the way to bring you back, like to graft you back in. Um, he died on the cross. First uh, Peter 3.18 says that, um, Christ suffered once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous, that he might bring us to God. So he, he, he made the way back for us. And so whether you've made the decision before or not, um, whether this is, no matter what you've done, God's, God's ready. He paid the way. He's ready for you to accept, um, to not just make one decision, one moment of repentance, not just slap on a label, but to give your life to him to find it deep inside and not just on the outside. And so we're going to sing some songs. Um, let's go to the next one. Okay, first off, challenge. What I said before was that we're going to have a challenge every week. First week's challenge, easiest challenge, okay? All you have to do is think about what we talked about and do the three devotionals this week, okay? Just read them. Um, they're all less than 10 minutes, and it shouldn't take you too long. Um, so just think about what we talked about. Ask yourself the question, is my relationship uh, more of the past and a label or is it more the present and, and life and the source of life, how I live? And, and just go through the devotionals. They're, they're short. Um, even if you don't like to read, I put the Bible verses in there. It shouldn't take long, um, but it's important, right? And so if you're ready, if you want to know how to abide, if you want Christ to be more than just a label, and start affecting your heart and start affecting your life and start feeling life and not just, um, not just something you forget about, um, then it's there. Okay? And uh, things will change. I promise. Things will change if you start abiding. Right? Because the sticker on your stereo, you don't uh, think about it and you don't praise it and you don't depend on it because it's not that big a deal. But your source of life, right? If you're, if you're out in the desert and you find water and it's your only source of life, you would be praising it. You'd be depending on it. You'd be thinking about it because you can't get far from it. And so um, 
I, I would challenge you to think about it. Just think about it. And as we sing these two songs, you can sit in your seat and pray if you want. Um, you can stand up and sing. Whatever you want to do, just um, think about it and, and, and deal with God and um, ask yourself these questions. And you got all week, write in your books. Um, and then we'll talk about it next week. So, we will start with the singing. Mm-hmm.